Hey guys, it's Del, your podcaster, and welcome to Proudcast. Before we get into any story, not any story, but before we get into the story for this episode, I would like to say Happy Pride Month for my LGBTQ plus brother and sister out there. I'm very grateful and very happy that you could choose your own happy life. Once again, Happy Pride Month. In this very cheerful and brightful month, we have a very inspiring story from a bipolar disorder, um, <clears throat> from a bipolar disorder survivor, and I like that he chose the term of survivor because even though this is a long-term disease, he could survive and live a very normal and happy life. Even though we know bipolar disorder is one of the most common, um, you know, most common mental health issues out there. And before we get into the story, the story contains a little bit of harm, self-harm and suicide attempt. Just a quick disclaimer, even though it's not that deep, I just want to let you guys know. So be wise and be mindful if you want to hear this story if you feel a little bit triggered by that then you could simply turn off this podcast and play another podcast or play my last episode of podcast okay anyway without any further ado i just going to click and see the story that my friend sent to me so this is the story Okay, so this is the story. Hello, my name is Derry. Shortly, I am a bipolar disorder survivor since 2015. Well, if you're asking what is bipolar disorder is, bipolar disorder is a psychiatric disorder where it affects someone's mood. Bipolar consists of two words, which is bi and polar. Bi here means two, and polar is polar. So we can conclude that bipolar literal mean, literal mean, is that someone have two dominant mood polar. That two dominant polar that emerge is a depression phase and a mania or hypomania phase. Bipolar divided into several type. The common type are the type 1 and the type 2. For bipolar type 1, the phase that emerge are depression condition and mania condition. For bipolar type 2, the phase that emerge our depression condition and the hypomania condition. Well, for me, the doctor diagnosed me with the bipolar disorder type 2 and the dominant phase is the depression phase, but there is a mixture between the depression and hypomania phase and to be honest with you guys, it's exhausting. Actually, since I was a child, I already showing the symptoms of bipolar disorder but it gets worse when I was in my second year in high school. At the beginning, I am showing the mania face, just like I mentioned earlier. At that time, I was in a school organization and I felt like I was able to do all the tasks of the organization. But when I was in my last year in high school, the depression face just showed up and showed up pretty bad. Because the face come with psychosomatic. So, at that time, I usually get chest pain and felt breathless or tense muscle. Beside that, my mind never calm. I also more sensitive and easily panicking. 
it's truly distracting as well as disturbing because depression phase was so dominant at that time. Besides that, I have to take state exam and continue until the second years of my college. Oh, I forgot to mention that the doctor diagnosed me in 2015. It was around the early last year of my high school year. And my first experience going to psychiatrist is... Actually, it was accidentally because I was going to see the doctor because of my back pain that turned out it was psychosomatic. At the time, my grandma was passed away and it triggered me a lot. I was having a lot of therapy session with medical rehab doctor when I was referenced to see psychiatrist. After around one week doing the counseling and the assessment, the psychiatrist finally found out that I am a bipolar disorder survivor. I think it was around the first one or two years that every two weeks, even one week, I visited the psychiatrist to get psychoeducation about bipolar and the pharmacotherapy, as well as to get cognitive behavioral therapy to solve the depression issue. Because the first two years, the depression phase was so dominant, but it was getting better after after getting psychotherapy with the psychologist. After that, I only go to the doctor around three times a month. And the fourth year, I only go to the doctor about once or twice in a month just for maintenance because in 2020, my mood finally getting so much better. Being a bipolar disorder survivor is like riding a roller coaster with no end. So you could imagine living in a very tense yet pleasing in an adjacent duration. Like you're holding your breath when roller coaster is rising and screaming your lungs out when it goes down. That's why a lot of bipolar disorder survivors feeling exhausted because of it. To the point they harm themselves and doing suicide attempt. Me personally have been there where I try to end myself because of it until the doctor referenced me to psychiatric hospital but my family didn't settle in with the idea and choosing to take care of me with extra precaution during this old time diagnosed with bipolar disorder there are a few medicines that must be taken such as mood stabilizer it function to control the speed of the roller coaster it is tiring very tiring Sometimes I just stop taking it without a doctor knowledge, which you shouldn't do it if you are a bipolar disorder survivor because it can make the condition worse. This is an important matter. If you are one of the survivor, please take the medicine regularly for your own good. Maybe your friends, even your family or your social environment will see you as a weird person when the symptoms happen, but you should never listen to their judgment. Just focus on yourself, repairing and evaluating yourself. It's a must. Because there are no point in listening to them. It'll make you down even worse. Now, some tips from me for you, bipolar disorder survivor out there, or any other mental health issue survivor. Be your own support system for yourself. And if you can, find another support system like your family or friends, or even a community. The point is so you have backup when you need support and you have the motivations to survive. Doctor said that bipolar is long-term, but it doesn't mean that you can live a normal life. In fact, you could, 
as long as you take the medicine regularly. And even you can get rid of all of your medicines when you have the ability to control your mood. Okay, so the story is about mental health issues, but I like the way um, Derry is uh, telling us the story. So it's not really deep, but it's kind of more inspiring and bright and just giving me the vibe that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Well, just a quick note, I don't have any background in psychologist or psychology, like psychology, I don't have any background or know my friends that who have mental health issues such as bipolar. But I do know that from a social majoring student's perspective that humans are complex, especially human feelings. And that's why we need to respect each other and we have to support each other. And beside that, what I know is that I felt the same where he said that if you can find a support system like your family or your friends. I grew up with a lot of acne in my face and I kind of have those negativity around me, but not from outside, but from my internal side, you know, from myself, from my own self that I felt like I'm not good enough or those insecurities, you know? Like, yeah, when we think about it, insecurity is one of like mental health issues, especially like it's, it's, I think it start from there, mental health issues. And we have to take care of our insecurity before it get bigger and bigger. And the way you handle your insecurities by knowing your value. I know I'm sound. I sound like a broken record, but knowing your value, knowing your self worth, is one of the way to handle your insecurity. But other than that, finding your support system could help as well to back up those. You know, to back up those after you you find your value and your worth. You find the community that know as well your value and your worth. That's why when I grow up, even though I grew up with a lot of acne, I don't feel, you know, alone because my friends never even bother to discuss about it. You know, they are supporting me. They're giving me the space where I could grow in society. They, they just make me confident. And that's why having support system is great to really to change you like having the support systems to really it's really really having a very very great impact to you especially when it's just not your friends and your family but if you find a community you're a lucky one but if you haven't found a community find it i know it's hard to find a community that could relate to you but once you found it you could really really rely on that to be able to make you grow, to make you a better person, to make you better than before. And I think I already said it in the first couple of episodes where I said to you that um, find help is going to, you know, speak up and find help. It could really, really make you... uh, 
easier to get through this problem and that's what Derry do you know he seeks for help and when the help is there he just not walk away he try to you know really really use every single resources that he could get and help himself and i know that maybe this is like i am coming from a standpoint where i know nothing about mental health issues i don't have any background in psychology again like i said before and here i'm just appreciating your bravery i'm just appreciating your you know your story i don't know if it happened to me if i could strong enough to be able to um go through all the problems but you just go for it even though it's hard from the story that you gave me i know it's it's really really hard but again i made this story not just for training speaking english or for you to train your listening skill but just to give a platform people like Derry where mental health issues is very important nowadays we have to discuss it louder and um much more often because it just don't have enough space in the community or in social media especially in Indonesia here in Indonesia because in Indonesia mental health issues is still taboo if you will and i'm saying here based on my experience on field where i found that we never talk about that you know we never talk about mental health issues mental illness and things like this before and creating this content for you made me realize that a lot of people underprivileged you know what what i said under why i said underprivileged because they don't have the privilege to say you know to be able to have open community like we do where we don't have mental illness we are accept easily in society and community but if we have some mental health issues people will look us differently and this is what i want to say it like i can speak this enough to you guys if we have someone either our family our friends or even just our neighbor next door if you know they are struggling with mental health or issues or they're struggling with something come to them and you know lend your hand help them if you can and again if you are struggling with any issues don't be so closed you know you have people that willing to help you there are a lot of people out there that are willing to help you you know you know that you know don't be afraid we're never going to look at you differently or well, maybe we're going to look at you differently because you're strong you are maybe you're stronger than any of us who live a normal life without any mental illness you know struggling maybe we are normal people struggling with normal things every day or maybe with other people but struggling with you and the problem is within you it's another whole another level and i'm very very mm, 
appreciate, not appreciate, what the right word for it. I'm really, really proud that you could go for it, that you could hang on this long, that you could survive this long. And again, like I said, I'm really, really loving Derry for saying this as a survivor, you know, because you are, guys, a survivor. Don't be, don't, don't be shy to say that you're a survivor, you know? Okay, guys, um, I think that's it for this episode. I felt like that I'm afraid that I will offend someone because any of my work in this episode, because I, again, I don't have any background in psychology. I don't have any background in, as a psychologist or experience experiencing interaction with any other any other mental health issues survivor that's why maybe i sound a little bit odd or different because i just scared that i will offend someone because i don't want to i don't have any intentions to offend someone i just really wanted to everyone know that the reason behind why i take this story up is because i want to bipolar disorder not bipolar disorder but mental health issues in general have their own um you know moment to be able to being discussed in the community or forum because we don't discuss here a lot we don't talk it much often especially in indonesia and i want to make you aware that these people are strong enough to live a normal life even if they're battling the demon inside their self and i just want to give credit to Derry. thank you so much for sharing this inspirational story you are so brave you are i'm proud of you and i'm very proud that i can call you a friend again guys thank you so much for listening to this episode i know it's a bit shorter than the usual i hope you like it and i hope you could find you could find something useful in this from this episode thank you so much once again listen for listening to this episode and see you in the next episode goodbye